Hi, you're listening to Kate and Catherine, and we're going to show you how to find your Prince Charming so that you can finally live happily ever after <laughs> forever and ever. No. No. <laughs> no. We are definitely not going to do that. We are sick of that story, and it's a lie. It is a lie. You're listening to The New Truth, a modern woman's guide to extraordinary love. We are going to show you how the fairy tale love story stops you from experiencing the love you truly desire. Listen to hear how to break free from sacrifice and struggle in relationship. And learn the new truth about love in a way that you've never heard it before. We're so happy you're here. Keep listening. Hello, beautiful. Welcome to the New Truth Podcast, episode 79, Embracing Change in Life and in Love, um, with the one and only birthday girl, birthday woman. I mean, birthday girl. Why do we still say that? Birthday woman in the house. Um, it is the one and only Catherine Daniele's birthday today. Um, I love you. Happy birthday. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank I, you so much. Um, I am so freaking happy that you were born. Like what? You are my soulmate. <laughs> You're one of the deepest loves I've ever known. Mm. And I don't know where I'd be or who I'd be without you in my life. But I'm so freaking grateful for the brilliance that you bring to the world mm. and the beauty and the wisdom and the depth you are like the deep what remember that day we were talking about our essences you you're the oh deep. god do you remember that I do remember that you're the deep I don't remember what we said deep reverence or something yeah that's yeah. like my favorite thing about you I mean you're so you're so playful and light your giggle is my your giggle is my favorite favorite thing about you <laughs> that one do it louder though come on <laughs> on cue <laughs> I get on the cue but I you were the person I laugh with the most oh yay uh, does that mean I'm funny <laughs> <laughs> mm. um but the depth of your soul like you're just it's never ending it's this the most beautiful magical place to be. And I'm so grateful to be on this journey with you and to have this unbelievable platform, this baby that we birthed together. And it's so hard to believe that, you know, it's already been like almost a year and a half. It's really been two years that yeah. we've been on this journey um, since we birthed the conception, since the conception date, <laughs> it's two years. Cause it was July, 2019. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's been two years. And, you know, I just think of the thousands of women all over the world, tens of thousands of women who've listened and their lives have changed because of this work. And, you know, I'm just, mm. there's no one in the world I would rather be in business with. And there's no one in the world I would rather do this with. And I love our interviews so much, but whenever we do a lot of interviews, I just miss us so much. So I'm so happy to be here mm. with you today, celebrating you. You are so freaking magical. You are such a gift to the world. I love you so much. And I love you. I love your love. I love your courage. I love how brave you are. I love that you never stop growing and evolving. And 
you're the one um i had a nightmare the other night and i voxered catherine in the middle of the night crying <laughs> like you're the only one one i would think mm. to send a message to in the middle of the night you've just helped me through so much and i just love you so deeply so everyone mm. listening run over to catherine's um instagram or facebook and just lather her up with love today and how she has let her know how she's impacted and changed your life. Um, yeah, you've been an absolute angel in my life. And I can't even fathom what your clients get to experience working with you because every time you love me through whatever is going on for me, I'm like, I've never felt more deeply loved and seen and held. So thank you for being you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And may everyone have a friend like you. I mean, I'm full, my heart, I'm fully receiving everything that you're saying. And I'm also thinking about how many women will go their whole lives, not having friends willing to do what you're doing for me right now. And I freaking love our podcast. I love our platform. I love us. I am, I'm thinking too, I, I have always said like for as long as I have been teaching the like Catherine Daniele phrase is I love loving you. Mm. Like I love to love you. I love loving you. And that's how I feel right now. It's like what I want to say to you. I love loving you. I love love loving my clients. I I love loving this work. I love loving. And it's, you know, a joy to be here. And I freaking love my birthday. I have always loved my birthday and I love this time of year. Like I am such a cancer baby. I was I just going to say, baby. Like, I love, love, and love, love, and love, like love to nurture and love. And yeah, you're yes. a um, I, I like, as you're talking, I'm just like remembering all these moments, my favorite moment. We, we are going to get into change. I mean, we've been through a lot of change together since I've known you. Yes. And, you know, I think of, we've obviously talked many times about the moment we met and this rooftop party. It's so funny that we're, we're, this is a sidebar, but we're having conversations of right now. I just started watching the bachelor. It's out of hand and I, we're going to start doing something. We're going to do some bachelor debriefing on the podcast eventually. Um, but I, at that rooftop party, there were, there was a guy there from the bachelor. <laughs> I remember Casey, I will guard and protect your heart. He was at that same party. And at that back then I used to watch the bachelor and I was obsessed with it. And, um, and you were there and it was just like the coolest, most ex- beautiful experience that night. And you never know. I think of like embracing change. Like you never know who someone's going to be. This like woman walks in, we have an epic spark. Like I'm in Nosar, Costa Rica, having epic sparks with people all the time, not knowing like if I'm going to ever see them again, or if one day we're going to cross paths and co-create something together. Like how cool that our lives like came together. There was the spark and then we went our separate ways and then life brought us back together. And we kind of like wove in and out a little bit. And then birthed a freaking baby together and yeah just so wild to think of all the moments and I remember the first moment you got off the plane in Vancouver and I assumed because you have such a big personality I assumed that you were tall I couldn't remember like I think we both had high heels on when we met and it had been so many years since I've seen had seen you in person and you walked off the plane and I was like what you gave me a hug and we're the same height I was like you're so little what 
<laughs> and how wild it was that I felt so close to you, but we hadn't seen each other in person since 2013. Yeah. And my God, we are completely different people than who we were in 2013. And I just posted about how I met all my lovers in the summer and I met you in the summer. So oh, I officially have met all my lovers of, of your life in the summer. <laughs> and yeah, oh my God. And that, that, that four days or whatever we had together in Vancouver, how much the fun best. we had. And it was like so deep and beautiful and meaningful. And yeah, I wish every woman to have love with their friends like this. Like we're chasing this fantasy love and putting it all in one, but like you can have love with so many people in your life and like the depth of love that we share. And that when we peed our pants, we were laughing so hard eating ice cream. <laughs> And yeah, it was an epic experience in our photo shoot and just like so much magic happened. In the first episodes of the podcast. Yeah. Oh yeah. We recorded them in my old little apartment. Yeah. Just amazing mm. journey. So it's been such a gift embracing change with you. And I think of like how much we've known each mm. other since 2013, but how much I've witnessed you blossom and change and how much I blossom and change because of you in my life over the last two years. And, you know, for all of our beautiful listeners and all our, all our um, community, like you, you, you're doing it too. Like we're all changing together as Catherine and I keep preaching this message and keep rooting more and more into who we are. We're able to deepen what we share and, you know, you're changing, listening, we're changing, mm -hmm. delivering, and, you know, on our own journeys too, as, you know, the real teachers are, like, you never stop growing and changing. So, yeah, it's been so mm -hmm. beautiful to witness you on your journey. And I, and before we even started recording, we were talking about how you're, you and Andrew are one of my expander couples, like, absolutely love hearing your love story and watching how real it is and watching you go through the ebbs and flows. So let's get into it. Let's get into the conversation about that. So it's your 34th birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday, birthday queen. May you be completely lavished and celebrated so deeply today. Thank um, you. And I would love to hear like what embracing change in life and love, like how, mm. I don't know. I, where to start? Like what, what does change mean to you? How did you used to feel about change and how does it like, what is change? What does it mean to you? Oh my gosh. There's so much to say. And I think it's so powerful recording this episode after like the entire world changed <laughs> last right. year. Right. No, and no, how no. many, yes. and how many people resist it. And I don't even know what I could have said about my relationship to change you know, I, what, when I think of how powerful this time of year is, so one, Andrew and I just celebrated seven years together on June 17th. Um, we, I, my sobriety date is July 1st. So I just celebrated 12 years of sobriety yeah. and now July 6th, my birthday. And it's so funny. Everyone's like, oh my God, that's so cool. July 1st. Did you know, you know, did you plan that? I'm like, no, I didn't freaking plan that. I like woke up one day and decided I didn't want to die from drinking. And it didn't even occur to me that it was July 1st, um, that day, but you know how I live today. Cause I, I don't even, I'm sure I resisted change, you know, like I, I'm sure I resisted change, but how I live today is really the spiritual principle of everything changes. 
yeah. period. Yeah. And what I did in relationship, and at least, you know, if you're new to the podcast, welcome. If you've been following us for a while and you've maybe heard my story, like I refused to let my ex go. Mm-hmm. right? Like on again, off again for three years, like I could not let go. And that was my resistance to change. And then what I know, and, and really what I teach around partnership is like, you know, you love someone when you don't want to change them. And like, that was the experience I had in meeting Andrew was like, I love who this man is. I love how he shows up for me. I love how he lives his life, but you hold the tension that this person will change. And there's so many people that want to hang on to the honeymoon phase forever, right? Or they either tell themselves that they will change their partner or they'll get them to change. It's what our inner children do. If I can get this person to be different, then I'll be healed. Mm -hmm. And then really resist who people become. And then I think now we're in the energy of the podcast where it's like, you know what? People are going to change and sometimes you will no longer be aligned. Yes. Right? (laughs) Period. Yes. But I'm, I'm in this place and Andrew and I wrote new vows for each other um, this year because it was seven years and your cells turn over and your cells are always turning over and changing, but it really is like, that's a completely different being seven in seven years. And so we really feel like, I mean, I, I'm falling in love with him again, you know, and I'm sitting with God, what the fuck? Who was, I thought I was real all grown up at 27. Like I was not grown up at 27 when I met Andrew. Um, and I, I, you know, I'm so proud of who I am today. I'm in awe of all that I've created. And it's really incredible to me. I have a lot of clients that have been with me from the beginning. Like people that I've watched change, people that have changed along with me. I mean, my work, I was not doing relationship work when I started my business. I was doing self-love and confidence. I'm still doing death work and inner child healing, but now working with couples and working with women in partnership feels like a next evolution of my business and who I'm becoming. Cause I have experience now that I did not have before. Yes. And yeah, Andrew and I moved from Boston to South Carolina. Well, North Carolina, we're in Charlotte, North Carolina. We're building a freaking house in Fort Mill, South Carolina. So that's what we've been up to over the past year. You guys have had so much change since I've known you. And I just think like, it's, it's, it makes so much sense to me that you would like, I just see you working with couples and how much, and probably you and Andrew eventually working with couples. I don't know if that's even on the radar plan, but that feels like, yeah, I could just see that so deeply. You've been through so much in your relationship and been challenged in such massive ways. And, you know, like who better would there be to to actually help people deepen or know when to walk away? And so that's my next question is like, Mm. how, how does, how, how do you feel like a woman knows and I know this question gets asked so often when to go into it and to deepen and when to walk away when is the like embracing the change yeah how how do you feel about that gosh so when I think of where one of the things I said in the interview with Rachel Maddox is sometimes the commitment really holds you Right. And I think people get married or choose a partner. We know (laughs) 
<laughs> from this completely naive yes. fantasy place, right? I, I have really bad news for you. Marriage is not going to give you anything. It doesn't give you anything. It does not actually change your relationship other than legally. It might give you health insurance. My <laughs> marriage gave me health insurance. <laughs> um, unless you're married to an entrepreneur and then you both figure it out a different way. But Andrew had a, a nine to five stable job. Oh, well, it wasn't nine to five, but Andrew had a stable job with health insurance. But this this kind of, you know, we, we make the commitment and it's been blowing my mind lately of like people that get married, but never even talk to their partner about their expectations of marriage or what mm -hmm. kind of relationship they want. But Andrew and I did have those conversations and I I've chosen someone who is so like, it's probably in his chart, but like who Andrew is, is embodied commitment and devotion mm -hmm. and loyalty. Mm -hmm. And if you ask Andrew, Andrew's, I'm going to cry now. Andrew's love for me has never wavered. Like it has never even occurred to Andrew that we wouldn't be together. And when I think of how many women wrestle with the question, so let's zoom out for a moment around change. Everything changes. And as a culture, we are so afraid of loss. We're so afraid of grieving. We don't want to feel grief or loss. So we cling and attach to things staying the same. Uh. And what I can say now, Andrew and I know how to grieve. Andrew oh. and I know how to name losses in our life. Andrew and I know how to hold space for loss. I mean, even moving to Boston, Andrew would sit with me and say, like, tell me about what you're going to miss about Boston. Like Andrew knew that he needed, I mean, he needed to get away from Massachusetts. And it was very, very, very hard for me. My life was in Boston. And I've, I've, you know, was, I'm committed to my relationship. And so the two things that I would say about how to know is one, like, what is, what is the truth about what's going on between the two of you? Like Andrew was committed to me. Like Andrew was willing to grow and willing to yeah. lean into the relationship with me. Yeah. And I think a lot of women, and we were talking about this before we hit record, you know, the codependent denial is a big fucking deal, right? And codependent denial looks like telling myself, if we get married, our relationship will change. If we have a baby, our relationship will change. If my partner just goes to one personal development workshop, then our relationship will change. Like, are you kidding me? And watch out for here, not seeing the person clearly for who they are in front of you and telling yourself stories. You know, you, your relationship might be over when you're in your heart saying, I want something different. And this person does not want that with me. Because what I can say all of the times I've presented Andrew joining me in relationship coaching or Andrew trying a, a reading a book that I've suggested or Andrew in his own healing journey, Andrew was always willing to give it a try. And we were always willing to come back to the kind of relationship we wanted to have, which is one of growth. And Andrew's growth path does not look like mine. And I watch so many women tell themselves that if their partner just did all the things that they are doing, then the relationship would change. That makes no sense, mm. right? Relationship is what do we want to create together? And can I surrender that it might not look like I want it to. If you find someone who grows and heals at the exact same pace as you, like hats off to you, babe. Like <laughs> that, that has never been the case for me ever. And so for me, it was embracing change 
of all that was needed in our life and saying yes to what was needed in our life, along with embracing that Andrew changes at a different rate than me. Yeah. Right. And Andrew's going to have a different path than me, but Andrew wants to create what I want to create. And that is the conversation we have. Like when we talked about moving, it was, what do we want for our life? And, and Andrew's truth was, I cannot grow in Massachusetts. And that was the truth for him. My husband is a completely different person. I have married someone who is equally highly sensitive as me. And I could go on and on and on about like the truth of energy and EMFs and being in a toxic environment and being where your trauma is. Andrew has a ton of childhood trauma and all of those stories were in Massachusetts. And Andrew now is the soul of who he is here. Yeah. And I'm, I love who I am here and I never could have expected that I feel this way here but I want you to know that we were not telling ourselves from hope and fantasy like oh if we just move then our relationship will change you know but actually it was what is our move about how are we going to bring ourselves in this move like what are we committed to and I took a chance and and my truth was I wasn't willing you know to 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 throw things away from a really intense feeling. And I just think that's true. Like people don't talk to each other. Couples don't fucking talk to each other. They're afraid to tell the truth. They're afraid to say, and you know what? Andrew and I did have a conversation about divorce before we moved. And what Andrew said was, I want you to know that I love you. I want you to know that I am committed to you. And I want you to come with me to North Carolina and if, if you're done and if that won't make you happy and if you're not happy with me, I will let go. And it was the one of, it was the hardest conversation I've ever had in, in my life. But, you know, if you really love someone, you want them to be happy. Yes. And I am happy in my marriage. And I was, will, I was not willing to say, I'm willing to let you go just because I'm scared about moving to the Carolinas, right? It was, I want to see what's possible for us. And it is beyond anything I could have imagined, like how we feel here and who my husband is. And that committed conversation about what do we want to create together? And people don't ask that right? There's the, there's the two individuals that when you're on a date and you're getting to know someone, you're not asking them, so do you want to get married? And where do you see yourself in five years? Those are not fucking first date questions. First date questions are what's important to you. What's your relationship with yourself? Like what's your self care? Like what kind of personal development work or what does personal growth mean to you? Does that matter to you? Right. And then it becomes what, what do you love about relationship? What kind of relationship do you envision yourself having Aww. rather than, you know, do you want to get married and have babies? We've made, we've known each other and started talking for five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> like, no. it's like not having an agenda behind the questions, but just co- really coming genuine from like, curiosity like on the bachelor. Oh my God. I'm oh my God. I absolutely short circuit watching that show. Like it makes me so mad and I understand that they edit it tremendously and we don't see the whole picture, but like the, you know, it's the bachelorette right now. These guys, like they don't ask questions about her unless it's like, 
what was your last relationship? Like, that's the only question they ask. They just, they just pedestal her and are like, you're the everything I've ever dreamed of in a woman. It's like, she's a fucking stranger. It's like episode two, like, come on, episode one. Like anyways, oh my God. Versus like, what about like, just being curious about this person that's in front of you and being not attached and like, let go of the agenda or like you trying to force it into something. And I feel like the experience, like hearing that story of you guys moving and making that choice actually reminds me of the episode we did, the two-part episode we did with Maria Palumbo and her husband and their, their journey to polyamory when through their journey, if you haven't heard the episode, Mm -hmm. it's phenomenal. It's a two-part episode, the first one with her and the second one with her and him. And, you know, they uncovered through therapy and through, you know, what happened in their along inside their story, 10 years into their relationship that Maria is actually polyamorous by nature, meaning she's meant to have relationships with more than one person. Mm -hmm. And Steve did not identify with polyamorous by nature. However, that was a choice point because he was like, well, I can't change my wife. I cannot change the other person. And when we're trying to change the other person, that's your saboteur. That's control, right? You, yes. you are not in control of what happens in your life. You're not in control, but you can show up for your life, but you're not in control. You're not in control of the other person and how they show up and what they experience. And, and so many people let that fear-based control part of them lead. And then we end up cutting off parts of ourselves, which is why people have affairs, mm-hmm. which is why things come out sideways, which is why people end up hating each other, fighting for property and money. And like, which is why people end up depressed and repressed and anxious and, you know, sick Mm. because, because they're, they're denying who they are and who their partner is. Um, whereas what you and Andrew did and Marianne, her husband, her husband got to a point where he was like, okay, now I have a choice. I either love her and set her free and, and, move on, let her go be polyamorous and choose that this is not for me. Or I try it and see if actually there is some growth in for me in this for me, there is something in this for me that it is divine. And, and that's the choice he made. And it opened him up to a whole new world that he most likely never would have even explored or, or tried had that not ex- had had that had he not been married to Maria. And I just think like, that's the divine working through us. Steve was meant to be polyamorous. He was meant to have beautiful relationships with multiple people and this epic marriage with Maria. And that was the journey he was meant to experience. That's the divine orchestrating life. But when we're so busy trying to control, we miss our next level of evolution. So you and Andrew it was the same thing. He knew he had to go and you guys did your astrological lines to make sure you were both aligned there. And you explored a couple different places and you both agreed on North Carolina. And I share the story so confidently because I've been on the journey with you and you know, you weren't, weren't certain, but you were like, Hey, I'm going to go there because that's where my husband wants to go, but I'm not going there to sacrifice myself. I'm not moving to a place I hate because my husband wants to go there. So I'm going to just going to shut off who I am to make him happy, which is, you know, the flip side of people either breaking up and not even going there or, um, you know, just doing the thing and cutting parts of themselves off in their truth. You were, you knew and you're inside of you, like, Hey, there's something in this for me, even if it doesn't work out, even if I don't like it, I'm just like going to follow this. And you went for yourself, for him, for the relationship, for all of you. 
And it's been so beautiful witnessing like the stress melt away from you. I feel like you're getting closer and closer and closer to the core of who you are by being in this beautiful place. How many messages you've sent me like, oh my God, it's a beautiful (laughs) 70 degrees in February. And you're like joyfully blissed out. Like Mm. um, it's been so beautiful to witness how much you've softened and relaxed being in the energy of the Carolinas as opposed to the energy of Boston and how that's the divine intervention. Like your husband felt drawn there and you tried it. And of course, follow being a new truth follower, you would have gone a different direction. You like you would have moved there. And if it wasn't aligned, either both of you would have tried somewhere else or you would have gone on your separate ways if it was deeply not aligned. And that's the new paradigm of love. It's like, we're not on the same train. Like the old paradigm is I ditch my own train. My train's like going off the rails over there and I'm jumping on your train. And now I'm like, oh shit, I don't have a train. Now I'm Mm -hmm. just like stuck going wherever this train's going versus you and Andrew have your own sovereign trains and they're beautifully decorated in the way that you love it. Mm. And you're going side by side. And sometimes they go apart for a little bit. Sometimes they come back together and sometimes they go apart. And that's like, it's the beautiful freedom of you being able to follow your own truth. So yes, I love. what are you committed to? Yes. You know, like Andrew's committed to me. Yes. And I to him and codependency is obsessive focus on the other. Yes. Right. Co- codependency is self-abandonment. It is the, I don't take care of myself. I don't have a life of my own outside of this relationship. I do everything the other person wants. And so I really want to be clear that a lot of times what happens in partnerships is you have the individual who's abandoned themselves mm-hmm. and then telling themselves, if only my partner were different, then I would be happy which is codependency. The outside world has to change in order for me to be happy rather than change happens within. And who do I want to be and who I know myself to be is I didn't move to Charlotte and then like act like friends would fall from the sky. Mm -hmm. Like I, we got here and we each took responsibility for our life. Andrew has a bunch of freaking friends right now, right? Like I made an effort to have friends. And I think, I think the truth is not everybody is like that. Right. And, and most people live from life happens to me rather than life happens for me. And you can't possibly know what's going to happen in your partnership and why relationships fall apart is because you resist change. You resist each other. You stop getting to know each other. Like I fall in love with my husband every day because it's who is Andrew today? Who am I today? And am I making sure that my husband knows who I am today? actually making myself known, sharing my feelings, sharing my needs, sharing my desires. He like, and him too, right? We, we resist change because we don't want to feel it. Yeah. Right. We resist life because we think it's safer and more secure in what's familiar. And again, the episode of, you know, do you date, date your type, right? People date what's familiar. Your brain looks for what's familiar, repeating your childhood patterns over and over and over again, rather than being open to possibility. And I am sure anyone in a long-term partnership would say, anyone would say, we are not who we were when we got married. Mm -hmm. You are not going to be who you are when you get married, but think about how many life altering decisions you make from a fantasy, from false hope, from denial of reality, rather than paying attention as an adult to to the choices you have, the commitment that you want to make, because my commitment to Andrew does mean something to me. 
and the recognition that life is going to change. You know, I think spiritual prerogative is I'm willing to give an unconditional yes to life. Like, can I say yes to the truth as it's presented to me? Right. Not who I want this person to be, what I wish were happening, but it's not, you know, one of the things I'm in deep surrender about right now is exploring having a child with Andrew. And my mind is like, you want it now. You're ready now. Let's do it now. Right. And the truth is, that's not where we are right now. Right. It might be in two months from now. It might be three months from now. It might be six months from now but I don't have control over that. And I'm not gonna have control over what happens. There's things I can do to prepare my body. And this is it. You do not have control over when a partner shows up for you and when you're, what happens in your love life, but you actually have a tremendous amount of control over whether or not you're prepared for it. Mm-hmm. And if you are not doing inner work, if you are not getting to know yourself and you're acting like all I need is a different partner and then I'll be happy and then I'll know how to do relationship, I'm sorry, that is not how it freaking works. And and you know what? Tomorrow you could meet the love of your life, but we get so small-minded. Like I'm thinking about how small fear makes us all and like how cut off from life we become and that more consciousness means more feeling. I (laughs) grieved when I got here. I did. I miss my freaking friends, right? And I'm falling in love with Charlotte and and I'm meeting new people. And that's change, change. Like, I mean, it it comes with grief. It comes with like, and I mean, nature's always representing change. Like it's, oh, it's never the same. It's always changing every season. It's always changing. And I think that, you know, the, the, it's the only way to grow. Like change is how we grow. Look at, and you mentioned the last year, like that the last year, I, I think like the tremendous amount of gifts that I've got in my business and in my life from COVID and from lockdown and from only being able to do online events. And all of a sudden I created these epic online programs. And now my, my work with my clients is deep. Like everything is better because of change. And that's always happening. Like that's how the universe, the divine is working through us and is co-creating our lives with us. But most people are trying to control their life and are letting fear dictate their decisions and attachment and codependency. And so they're resistant to change and trying to keep everything the same, same. So they feel quote unquote safe with act, which actually makes you feel the complete opposite of safe. And yet, and, and then they're just so repressed and then they go to the doctor because they're like, I'm depressed. I don't know what's going on. Well, it's because you're trying to control everything and you're like, I, I just see life so clearly as this like beautiful divine orchestration and none of us know what's coming. So like to actually be in the deepening and be in the, like you got to a place last year where you were questioning your relationship when it was being rocked, which is a very healthy thing. We did an episode on that, like actually questioning, not every five minutes. If you're questioning your relationship every five minutes, that's a different conversation, but actually, and like Kelsey's episode, um, fuck the rules, make your own, where we talked about marriage is like a doing it like car lease where you're constantly checking in. Do we want to renew? Like how, how are you showing up? How am I showing up? How are you feeling? How am I feeling? What do you want more of? What do I want more of? Where are we headed? Are we headed in the same direction? Oh wait, I'm moving to Japan. Okay. I'm moving to Africa. Well, those aren't the same place. Like maybe we can meet in the middle sometime. Like it's actually allowing yourself to ride the waves of life and like 
know that there's this epic, beautiful plan for you. And yes, you get to co-create that plan and you get to get excited about what's coming and what you desire and what with non-attachment, like, like you do when you're dreaming up your dream relationship. How do you want to feel? What do you want to experience? What type of relationship do you want to have and get into the feeling of it and then let go of your attachment to it because it'll show up at the divine time it's meant to show up and life is orchestrating this epic, beautiful, like you, as if 10 years ago, you were like, I'm going to be married to a man named Andrew living in North Carolina, doing a podcast, like like none of us knew what was coming. And here we are like, and we have no idea what's coming in the next year. And we have no idea what's coming in the next 10 years. And that's what makes life so exciting. Like that's actually what makes life so beautiful and moving and meaningful. If we didn't have change, if we didn't have newness, if we didn't have exciting experiences that rock us, that help us deepen into more of who we are and challenge us and help us expand and grow into more of who we are. I mean, we would be bored out of our fucking minds. Yes. Like change in a relationship is what makes a relationship. When I think of like being with someone, as long as my parents have, or my grandparents has had their 70th wedding anniversary. Wow. I mean, they're not that happy, but they still love (laughs) each other in their own special way. Um, But like 70th wedding anniversary, like that makes me want to stab myself in the eye with a fork, imagining being with the same person for 70 years. But the only way that you make a relationship epic, if you and Andrew end up staying together for 70 years, is by embracing change, is by yes. rolling with change, is by challenging each other and, and like going through those ebbs and flows and expansions and contractions and continuously dreaming together and mm-hmm. allowing and embracing change is how you make a relationship that's 70 years or 50 years or whatever into one that feels like, you know, new beginnings over and over and over again. Like that's what I've witnessed and what's been the most inspiring. Mm -hmm. I'm going through Andrew being sick and being on that journey with you and where you guys are now is like, I've seen you drop into a totally new relationship. And it's like, you're getting to experience Mm -hmm. the honeymoon in a much deeper, richer way now And it's so beautiful to witness. Like that's what you get to experience when you embrace change. It's the new paradigm. And hopefully a love that gets deeper. Like it's like so not, it's not even honeymoon. It's like now this feels like real love. Like we've actually gone through a cycle and I'm greeting who you are today. And I, I will say, I keep thinking about how not only inside the resistance of change, like it is really freaking hard to be in a relationship with someone who is not growing, who doesn't take care of themselves, who isn't happy on their own, right? Like my, my expertise is around codependency, love addiction, inner child work. Like if, and your inner child is going to try to choose a relation, choose a partner that you can rescue and enable and fix and caretake, and then you're not going to be happy. And so I've had this like, being really a part of Andrew's healing journey and also having to let go and breathe and let him find his own way. And the reason Andrew and I are doing so well now is because Andrew has his own life. 
Yes. Andrew deeply takes care, takes care of himself. Andrew has his own passions and interests. Andrew has his own coaches and healers that he works with. And I have mine so that who we bring to each other yes. are vibrant, healthy, happy, beautiful people, yes. not looking for the person to make us happy, but then continuing to talk. And I will say, and, and really like this was the birth, like my, I've never had a foundation. I've had a bunch of online programs and I just freaking am so excited for you. And I've loved witnessing you go from a fully offline business to completely online. I mean, it's amazing. And my, my signature program homecoming that came through this year, codependency is external focus. I need the outside world to change in order for me to be okay. There isn't an internal compass. There isn't an internal home. And so where homecoming came was from the past year that I just, well, past two years that I went through with Andrew being sick of like how important it is that you have a home base in yourself. Yes. Because if you are looking, if I was looking for Andrew to make me feel safe, I'm fucked. If I was looking for things to stay the same in the external world in order for me to feel okay, I would be fucked. Rather than I have a home base that I bring into my life and I can embrace change. I can be with life as it comes. It was not my plan for one year after getting married for my husband to be unbelievably sick. And this, and he was, he was not diagnosed with cancer. I actually have witnessed several people in my life, very young, go through brain tumors this year, breast cancer this year and early marriage. Like I know now that Andrew and I are not alone in our experiences, but I felt very alone in that experience. I didn't have the people that I could reference that I can now, but it's this place of like, you need to be at home in yourself. You need to have a safe place to land. This is why spirituality. I mean, I don't know how people do life without spirituality, but this, this is a real, you know, invitation for you to take a look at. Maybe I, I resist change because I don't have anywhere to land. Yes. Maybe all of my relationships have been poor because I'm, I'm focusing on the other person more than I'm focusing on myself. Maybe it isn't that my marriage is falling apart. Maybe it's that I need to actually build a life outside of my marriage so that I bring a happy, vibrant, contented, you know, alive woman who isn't afraid to express her needs and dreams and desires from her partner to my partnership. Or maybe it is, wow, when I'm connected to my wholeness and happiness, this relationship is over for me because we're not going in the same direction. What we each want to create together is not aligned. That's how, you know, it's time to let go, but yes, you will be happier. And really all these people, I'm thinking about a lot of the couples I worked with over the past year, it, they just needed new tools around handling stress. They needed to actually breathe separately from each other and not be hyper-focused on their relationship. Like so intensely yeah. you got locked in your house together, you know, for a year and a half, but change, like, it's like doing different things together. Like, I, I think it's time I am going to learn how to play golf with my husband. I love golf. I made that request. I was going to wait until I was like in my fifties. I I liked Uh, that it was his uh, thing. Better to learn now. (laughs) He's very sweetly wants to teach me. And, and, and I, and I get that living in the South, I I can learn how to play golf. Like I I love that that's going to be five years ago and it's freaking, you love it. And I, I, I'm going to learn something new. Like that. So good. Like it's it. Wow. Okay, cool. Like, okay. I'm terrible. (laughs) Cutting, but I'm great at pitching the like yeah, yeah. long drives, but it's, yes. it is, I, I was shocked. It was so fun. Okay. Yeah, that's good to know. Yeah. But I love like that doing something new 
with yes. your partner. Like people, you just like fear, like if you can see my hands, like I like bring my hands down over my face. Like when we get hyper focused on another person that is not going to help your relationship, you have to come home yes. to yourself. Like that's that program birthed out of the past two years of exactly the skills and the tools you needed to find your internal compass, your internal happiness, how to set boundaries so that you're not obsessing about your partner and other people thinking that you'll be happier if they were different and really learning how to like have dreams in yeah. your life, but enjoy the process. You know, I did not know. I, I actually never could have dreamed that my husband is who he is right now. I mean, Andrew was 75 pounds in, in 2019. Like you, you know, and I will, I will share with my community, you know, we did share our story more. I hope we have an episode with Andrew on the podcast. Yes. Yes. What that was like. Cause no one really knew other than you. I mean, Kate, you were very intimately involved with how sick my, he was and how I, how unwell I was um, becoming, but it's that, that tension you know, and, and I've been working with my clients on this a lot. Like, how do I stay in the, in heart center, which is like, I have this desire and I'm unattached where this person and I are falling in love, but I don't know what the future is going to hold. Like we're in a rough patch right now. And can I just breathe through that? Cause that was my practice during the time when he was sick of like, I'm not going to make a decision about my marriage from inside this horrific thing that we're going through and I'm going to breathe and I'm going to honor my commitment to this man and honor the way that this man is showing up because even on his worst days, he showed up the best that he could. And when people are in pain, when people are sick, it's really freaking hard to control your emotions and to stay centered. How important it was during that time to show up for yourself. It's like when change happens and you came into my life. God brought you to my life. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the divine is supporting you in so many ways, sending you earth angels, sending you like people, places, experiences to help you um, through whatever you're going through. But like, it's a time to, I always say with my clients, like there's the expansion and the contraction. It's like breathing and life is always going to be like that. And in the moments of contraction, can I welcome it? Can I be with the anxiety? Can I be with the, I actually woke up with anxiety this morning and I, And I was like, why am I anxious? And I just felt it in my heart. And then I was like, okay, I hear you. I feel you. I'm here with you. And I just was with the anxiety. And then I went to yoga and it totally transmuted. And it was like, how can I take care of myself in this feeling? How can I take care of myself in this overwhelm, in this grief, in this pain, whatever you are facing in your life, you can handle it. One of my favorite things that Glennon Doyle, who I heard is actually in Costa Rica right now. (laughs) Um, One of my favorite things she says in the book Untamed is we can do hard things. You can do hard things. And she would say that to her daughter over and over again, whenever her, her, I think she might have more than one daughter, but this one daughter was going through big challenges. You can do hard things. We can all do hard things like no matter what. And some people, you know, our, our life curriculum, none of us know what's coming. And some, you know, we, we get rocked in so many different ways and, and you can do hard things like you can handle it. And the more that you welcome it, 
and welcome like what's happening and go into yourself. Like when you say, you know, codependency is not being anchored in yourself, not knowing how to come home. I mean, the whole fucking world is codependent and it is the old paradigm is codependent, the whole, uh, the old paradigm of life, you know, and, and it's, it's only getting worse with social media. And like, it's like this codependent externally validated hungry world is only getting worse. And so now more than ever, is the time. I mean, that's the gift of COVID, the gift of quarantining, the gift of isolation is can you be with yourself? And there's nobody that's more important. Like there's nobody that's more important that you need to learn how to be with than yourself. Because you, you, you know, the, all the songs, I think of the, I love that Chantel Kraviazic song, Home. Mm-hmm. Um, if you feel like home, it feels like home to me, but the song is about a relationship. And I have my clients sing that to themselves with their eyes closed, because it's like, you got to feel home inside of yourself. Home. You, another person, you can be with the love of your life. You can have the greatest love of all and they can die. You know, they could, they could, your, your lives could drift apart. Anything can happen. And that's yeah. not in your control and it never will be never. But what is, is you, like you you have control over how you relate to yourself, how you think about yourself, how you feel about yourself. And, and that is the practice of coming home. Yeah. I don't know that song. Oh my God. Chantal Kreviazic home. No. Feels like home. I'm not going to sing right now, but okay. Well, you're out of the yeah thank you thank you for this beautiful episode it feels so good to tell my story and to talk and to you know offer all the things that I'm feeling and I you know I started my business at 25 there are things I never could have imagined have happened now and like the thing is everything changes that's a given of life everything will change. And I was thinking, as you're talking about, you know, navigating feelings, it's like our feelings change. I feel 25,000 different things a day. Yes. Yes. And how much more like life gets so much deeper, more beautiful, more like meaningful life just gets more and more and more expansive. Like the more, the deeper we go into ourselves and like the older we get, it just gets better unless you are living complacently and cutting off parts of yourself and, and being a passive victim of your life. Like if you are refusing change, you're like, good luck with the rest of your life. But, but you know, may the, your wedding be the best day of your life if you're on that path. But like, if you are following your truth and you are learning how to come home within yourself and you are embracing change, your life is only going to get better. And you're here, you are at 34 building your dream home. My God, to talk about that. That's pretty freaking epic. I can't wait to come stay with you. I can't wait to have everybody over. (laughs) um, Yeah. Um, I like building your dream home, living in a completely different state, like different in every sense of the word and, you know, deepening into seven years of marriage, like set, I mean, seven year itch and you guys are having hot sex for hours and hours, like <laughs> four years, four years married, seven years together. And yes, we're yes. still having very hot sex. <laughs> yes. Like this is what's possible when you embrace change and you learn how to dance with life as opposed to resist and fight it. So you are such an inspiration, happiest of happy birthdays 
to Thank you. you. Um, do you want to share like an invitation? Is the homecoming coming Homecoming up? is available. Um, homecoming, the heart of my work, the foundational program for women, no matter where you are, you can already be in a relationship. It is for all women. It is $347 for five weeks, four 90 minute classes with me teaching four very in-depth workbooks of exactly walking the path to how to end self-abandonment, self-betrayal, people-pleasing, the performing, all the bullshit that gets in the way of being your authentic self. The, the principle of the program is come home to all that you are and all that you desire in love. And I cry when teaching that program. <laughs> I cry a lot. I'm very passionate. And it felt, and really it was birthed after getting sick at the beginning of 2021, actually. So three weeks, I did not have COVID. Um, I got tested twice, but I had freaking something that put me on my ass uh, for three weeks. And it really was the, the past two years of, of what was, what are the foundational things that a woman needs to be connected to herself? And it's, home, like the house that you are, right? That you don't just let any idiot come into, right? Like you are a sacred temple yes. right? and, and open all the doors of the house that you are. Let the, Learn how to have a secure base so that when life changes, because it does, you have a place to land and stop trying to change other people, right? You know you're in love when you accept someone for who they are. Right. And they're going to change, but not because you freaking get them to not because you throw a bunch of personal development books in their lap and sign them up for workshops. Right. The, the right person for you wants to change along with you, wants to grow with you, is willing to be impacted and influenced by you. Like, right. No single. I probably would not have moved to North Carolina by myself, yeah. but the influence and the impact of Andrew being in my life is that I'm open to a bigger, more beautiful world because he's in mine. And oh my God, I freaking love my husband and I really love you. And I'm so excited that at any time women can sign up for homecoming. Now you can sign up today and have access to all the material in that program. And it's yours forever. Link below, sign up. Everyone needs to come home, everyone. And yeah, I love this. And I actually, I don't know how we could possibly orchestrate this, but I'd love to get Andrew on like for the next episode. But so either that's happening or it's not, but he's coming soon. He's coming soon. <laughs> coming soon. I think I would love to interview both of you. That would be so, so special. Thank so you. thank you so much for sharing your heart today, your relationship, mm. the magic of who you are. I love you so deeply. I love, I love you. your passion. I love your <laughs> I love your your wild and free and beautiful soul. You are so magical and I'm so grateful for you. So happy birthday, my love. Thank you. May everyone have a friendship that feels like this. Yeah. Have friendships that feel like this. Thank you for seeing me. Thank you for loving me. Thank you, God, for bringing Kate Harlow into my life at the truly 2019 was the hardest year of my life. And boop. Here comes Kate Harlow. <laughs> and then how perfect is this? 2020 was the hardest year of I most many other people's lives. And boop, here come Kate and Catherine. <laughs> podcast yes. launched it in January 2020. Yes. So no accidents. And this is what happens when you let the divine lead. Magical people show up in your life. Magical connections. You never know why someone's there. Man, woman, doesn't matter. 
Like it, yeah. just because you have an amazing magical connection with a man does not mean he's your future husband, but he might, you know, you never know where the connection yes. will end up. So yes. Yeah. Sending. So thank you for loving me. Thank you for loving our podcast. Kate and I are so grateful for you. And I love all the messages on Facebook and Instagram. Every time you let us know how an episode has impacted you. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I so look forward to all of you signing up for homecoming and being in homecoming and, you know, sharing that work too. So thank and you for everything. And remember to shower Catherine with birthday <laughs> love and how she's impacted your life. Thank you. See you soon. See you soon. Hi, it's Kate. Thanks so much for listening to the New Truth Podcast. For more of Catherine and I, come hang out with us in the New Truth Movement Facebook group. We are in there. That's where we're sharing all about our programs and our free workshops that we do. Um, You can come join us there and ask as many questions as you want about the podcast episodes, about dating, relationships, any struggles you're having out there. We would love to support you. So come hang out with us in the New Truth Movement Facebook group and we will see you soon.